Have you ever met any Tinder guys or girls and end up, you know, that ends up dating each other? If you have, do they always seem like what they are, exactly how they are at first in the bio, or are they not what you guys seem? If so, have you gotten any false expectations of them, and how did you deal with it? Hi everyone, welcome back to Meet Me in Taipei. This is Janice, and this is Jacqueline. And I hope you all enjoyed listening to our previous episode on his and her relationship status on social media. I know this is quite a concerning topic for all of us, especially this generation. Which, in this case, a lot of us are thinking about making our relationship Instagram official before it was Facebook official or like Snapchat official. So there's a lot of discussions going on about how we should approach that. And this week, we are actually circling back to our social media topics. We are delighted to discuss the new Netflix movie, The Tinder Swindler. And just as a heads up, that this might be a spoiler for those of you who haven't seen the movie yet. So if you haven't seen a movie, go look at it, go watch it, and then come back and listen to our this episode to kind of like、mm-hmm. give us what your opinions are and about you know this entire situation. The plot of the movie is that a group of women who are, are being targeted and the victims of the dating app Tinder, that is based on a true story of, of a man who attempted to kind of like take advantage of the woman and scam them out of millions of dollars, and then eventually he succeeded. So at the end of the day, we all know like dating apps have its pros and cons, but we wanted to talk about the experiences and just. What people's experiences are on it. So when I first watched this movie, I was—I、um, wouldn't say I'm pretty shocked. I feel like this happens every day in the world, not just in the app. But talking about this movie, how likely is it possible to happen in real life through a dating app? Well, let's first discuss about the purpose of dating app. Like, there's so plenty of them, starting off with Tinder, Hinge. There's this one, a Chinese、um, Tinder app called Ten Ten, etc. The purpose of dating app is, I feel like at first, is for you to actually just like meet people online and to have a, a better chance to expose yourself to meet whoever you want to date with. And I think it started off with a really good intention. However, just just bring it just kind of brings down the other side of this app. People just ends up like you know, doing one night、mm-hmm. stand or like. Looking for a company and everything, and it's it's quite surprising, you know. And <laughs> I just I don't know, like, what do you think about this?、Um, for like dating apps, I was never like the biggest fan of dating apps. It's fun. It's it's distracting. It's, it's social media, first of all, and it's a complete stranger. So you don't know their history. You don't know their like background.、Um, so I would say it's more dangerous than than fun. And I don't know. I feel like it's kind of awkward for me to kind of like strike up a conversation, you know, just by texting it, saying like, "Hey, you know, I find you really attractive. Do you want to go on a date?" I can never do that. <laughs> like, I have to kind of like be friends with you first, warm up to you first, and then kind of be like, "Hey, you want to like hang out one on one?" You know what I mean? Like, yeah, just like how we talk about this episode. Like, we kind of like talk about similar episode back in the dating situations. How people when they first start talking, like for you, Janice, you're more like starting off as a friendship, and then like eventually last into like a romantic relationship, something like that. But、mm-hmm. speaking of、um, 
Tinder dating app, how do people usually start the conversation in the beginning of dating app? So, like, the times that I've been on dating apps that I've actually striked up a conversation, a lot of guys that I've, like, talked to um, either use three things. They open with a very interesting line that they think is very interesting, quote-unquote, interesting. <laughs> um, second of all, they go up with, like, a very generic hi or hey, how's it going? You know, you're cute. How are you? Where are you located? And then the third of all is a really, really crappy pickup line. Mm-hmm. Or like really, really happy and tight. The thing is, I'm like, oh my god, like you're one of the most beautiful women like I've ever seen, or something. So it's one of three. I've never really had a positive first impression of like any guys on dating apps, to be honest. So hence why I've never really dated on like dating apps, and I've never gone out with a guy via a dating app. What are your opinions on this? Um, I think how do people start? Okay, honestly, I don't use dating app at all. When I first started using, it was just simply for like, um, having more friends on social media. But I never really utilized this app as a what's supposed. What's the purpose of utilizing this app? So, I think how to start the conversation in the beginning of like whether you match, whether you swipe right, whether you swipe left. I never really put into. any effort even if someone just be like hey what's up and so that jumps into our next conversation that do you believe everyone's bio of what they said themselves is no absolutely not at all (laughs) first rule of the internet don't believe anything there (laughs) or everything don't believe everything you see on the internet including people's like bio on dating Mm -hmm. apps so i don't know i've never really like people tend to like you're you're essentially selling yourself you know like and when you're selling yourself you market yourself and you should market yourself for things higher than it actually is while while maybe it's true i do think that there's context behind every everything and if you don't ask about the context then it's not the complete like truth so I don't believe the dating. I don't believe the bio until I meet them and I hear their story. What's the most absurd bio you've ever seen on dating app? I don't really know. I don't really remember or like. Was it Blood's Dollar? Nina, like, do you have you know anything that kind of stood out to you? Um, I don't know. I feel like nowadays I only remember what I said in my bio. I remember all I said was like, I play piano, I play tennis, and that's it. But. <laughs> It's funny how I never really put into that effort into finding some like other half through a dating app. So sometimes I do see guys just be like, "Oh, happy to make friends on this app," and that's like the I think the most common bio that I can recall from because, as I mentioned from our previous episode, I remember seeing a lot of guys that just put like a very very random picture of themselves, like pitch black or like a fish, like. I don't know. So that's why whenever whenever I go on like Tinder, I'm just I used to go on Tinder just to laugh it off, not to meet people <laughs> because it actually amused me. <laughs> it actually amused me. Yeah, yeah, and especially yeah. like Jukwai, like in the states or something. You see like guys just having the most like ridiculous pictures on dating apps, and I'm just yeah. like, what is your thought process behind that? Anyway, <laughs> how do you think? Um, men target their victims when it comes to like making requests or like scamming them especially on especially on like dating apps 
You know, sometimes girls, I just don't understand why they would believe in men. When men start making requests, because normally, like, if a man really loves you, he's willing to provide everything he can to make sure that you don't have to put in any effort. Mm. Right? So, like, yeah. when a man is asking you, like, hey, babe, can you, do you think you can, okay, if do you think you can get me lunch? That's something simple, easy. But when it comes to, like, do you think you can lend me a certain amount of money? Wake up! That's when you, like, do not continue this relation, whatever thing you call with this guy. Like, like till this yeah. day, it's like, okay, I, I get it. Like, you, you're in love with this man. You, you want to, you, you have, like, hope expectations over this man. But lending someone money and, like, requesting, especially a guy re- requesting a girl, isn't, like, isn't it true that guys want to prove that they have the authority and the power when it comes to money? so yeah yeah so like i think men target their victims really easily because there's just some girls really dumb out there believe in men like that what is your what is your idea on this yeah no just i I don't know like i mean girls and guys you know like both genders they you get scammed but at the end of the day like come on you you know better you know and when it comes to money just be careful of, of anything online anything any personnel online even so i think in every situation you have to take it with like a grain like a grain of salt because it's not always what it seems to be i feel like i hope they learn their the lesson but at the end of the day like girl like wake up you know it's kind of ridiculous to think about mm-hmm. like without like dating apps without like a you know like a blank face and an anonymous message how likely or do you think these like incidents and these scams are going to happen in real life? Um, without dating apps, how likely are these incidents going to happen in real life? Girl, every single day, like this is how likely it's going to happen. Talking about like, okay, let's say like cryptocurrency. That is part of a scam too, you know, like <laughs> not just dating or anything. Like there could be so many things or people could be like emotionally scamming you. And yeah, it's going to happen in real life any day so that's why whenever i think of like the older that i get i realize that humanity is more intimidating than things that are not there let's say ghosts or like you know conspiracy theories and everything like that so Mm -hmm. i do think that how likely it's like a hundred percent to ten thousand percent likely to happen in real life what do you think yeah i definitely agree and it's i don't know i feel like scams happen happen every day Um, whether or not you're like a teenager like an older person or just you know like working dad or working mom so definitely be careful think twice about everything that you do um, and just don't trust for anything firsthand that you don't know or anybody that you don't know my my you know my grain of salt so so for like the tinder swindler movie there's definitely a bunch of people that got like targeted um, we're going to talk about each victim and each character. And like, so what do you think, Jacqueline? Like starting off with, with all these girls that got scammed over like thousands of dollars. I think, well, let's just talk about the main scammer, Simon. He's definitely smart. Like he knows how to work emotionally with women when, you know, women are in that side. Like women has a little more attachment towards men when it comes to like relationship and everything like that so simon does have a clever mind of knowing how to win over a woman's heart 
So, you know, very something very interesting is that the way that Simon meet up with every single target, starting with the most basic one, the most, let's say, the dumbest ones. Um, how do you pronounce your name? Sicily? Yeah. So see how she... Sicily? Yeah, Sicily. Uh-huh. Okay, Sicily. Starting off with how he just met up with a cafe. To me, it just shows that he thinks this girl is very easy to be hooked. That's why, like, a coffee date would be as easy as it seems. And he doesn't need to really put in too much effort of proving this girl that, oh, I am way... I have more ability and authority than you think I can have. Because this girl doesn't really seem much as before, you know. When Simon mentioned private jet, Cecily, like, absolutely gone crazy. She was like, well, I've never been on a private jet. Like, this is so cool. So, see, like, Simon knew how to capture all these, like, tiny tricks of how to win over a girl or a, a woman's heart. You know, like, sometimes a girl may be, like, materialistic and something. And Cecily might be full over that. So, I just feel like she she is definitely the most kind, very, very naive you know, if guy sees her, it would, she would just be like the coffee date girl. That people wouldn't take her more than just like a dinner date. This is what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. So obviously, you know, she's very kind. So when it comes to how Simon knew about that she's a kind girl, like Simon's just like, okay, she's a target. I can slowly, slowly lure her into this so-called fling with her and, you know, having whatever with her make her feel like I'm yours and you're mine. And eventually... Mm-hmm. Simon knew that what he what she wanted was a relationship. Simon knew it deep down that a girl wants an official statement in order to secure whatever they're having. So he puts this as his last straw saying that, do you want to be my girlfriend? And if you want to be my girlfriend, I have something important that I must tell you is that my current company is going bankrupt and I need this amount of money. And from her side, knowing that, oh my god, he's finally asking me out and he's asking me to help him out. Of course, I would put in everything I can to to show that I am putting effort in this as well. See, that's the definition of dumb. Yeah. I I don't know. Whenever I think of that, it's just like, how much do you like the guy? You know, to, to kind of like just drop everything and do that, basically. I think it's pretty stupid, for lack of a better word. And in your words, you know, like naive, but mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So I think that's that's why, like, I feel like this whole story started off with a very easy target, which is her. And I believe that she is very kind. Grew, grew up in a very you know loving family. That's why she, it's so easy for her to trust someone that easily, and not knowing that here are some tricks and something is going on, and like just very important that you you need to really be alert about the guy that you're seeing. Yeah, you really do have to, especially like when you're you're when you're not under like any kind of supervision, it's really easy to go like astray and just kind of like you do what you want. Exactly. So the second girl that we see here is Pernilla. So Pernilla is the type of girl that when I first see when I first saw her on the screen, I would just feel like, oh, she's more so like she's not that attached, she's more independent and she knows Deep down, she knows whatever this is going. And at first, you know, like towards the end, Simon kind of treated her as more so like a friend. And he would only ask her to party, showing that mm-hmm. he has so much money to have a table, all these like Dom champagne or whatever, like these expensive champagne. And as for Pernilla, she just wants to have fun. So she wasn't really like string attached. She wasn't really emotionally attached to this person. So... Mm-hmm. 
when Simon kind of put this trick on her, as a friend, um, I feel like Pernilla, this is all from my, like, our opinions, like, mm-hmm. as we're saying right now. I feel like Pernilla was just putting in as in, like, wow, I have such a friend, and now he needs help. You know, I should probably give him a hand and just show that we have a strong bond in this friendship. Which, it's sad that um, even Pernilla can be tricked into such trick and not knowing what's going on. I, especially coming in from, like, a friend's perspective, it's always the closest people sometimes that, like, you know, reaches out to you and kind of takes advantage of you so definitely be careful of that and it happens everywhere too not just like financial scams but like sexual assault etc etc so girls just be on the lookout and then like the third one he was targeting natalie the model they didn't really put her in much of much of the scene mm-hmm. she was just the model that you know maybe can make simon looks great when walking out in the occasions or something so <laughs> I think for that model, she was pretty much just like a gold digger thinking that, oh, I'm, you know, dating this like diamond company dude that offers me so much, all these brands, <laughs> private jet, whatever. Wow. Like, why not? You know? So, yeah. I mean, for Natalie part, pretty much just straight up a gold digger. Like there, there's not much to explain from that point as for my opinion. Um, and what, what's like, what's shocking this whole scene was I was very, very, I looked up to the very last target, Eileen. Uh-huh, why? Because Eileen was like the girl when she realized that, oh, shoot, like I'm being scammed. But even though she realized she's being scammed, she is looking for a way to do something to hit him back so hard. Do you remember mm-hmm. that part? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So as for Eileen, that part, I think she was very brave to put herself in that situation, knowing that, you know, Simon, if anything gone crazy, Simon could have killed her for knowing her motives of doing True, that. Yeah. When Eileen was selling all his clothes online, just to say, like, I can help you get money back. You know, I can do this all for you. And when Simon realized that, oh, I'm not getting the money back from her anymore, mm. he, he realized he got scammed himself as well. So I think Eileen was really smart. And I look up to her because Simon thought he was tricking her. But in fact, Eileen was tricking him for doing whatever he did to other girls. Yeah, I think that's, I, I you know, like props to her. You don't see that a lot coming from like the woman's side. Rescamming the guy that scammed all, the, all these people. Yeah. So which of the character that kind of give you like the strong impression on it wasn't it wasn't like a strong impression but per se it's more so just like i was expecting natalie to model mm. that like kind of just to fall for it because that's the typical case study yeah um, in terms of like you know she's pretty she's gorgeous and like the guy has a lot of money good looking charismatic so i wasn't surprised at that but you know she was also very pretty so i guess like it's just more so like a very just a situation mm. you know i think i really like eileen mm. i just like how people like you know do something back and be like i'm not sure where you're going at and i'm not sure why you're looking down on all the women thinking that you can scam us emotionally but i just like to see guys reaction when they realize they're actually the dumb one for not being able to realize it any sooner that girls can do the same thing back to them. True. Yeah. True. So props to Eileen. She's brave. She's like very powerful in that, that scene. Even though she lost a lot of money. However, yeah. she still made a comeback and like make sure Simon got caught in the end. Yeah, true. A lot of like, again, not a lot of guys that scam girls would get re-scammed by the girls that, that he scammed, you know. So I think it was a very smart move. How would you rate the entire movie? 
I feel like for okay, I feel like the plot version, like one to ten, I would rate this whole entire movie like three. Like mm-hmm. the storyline itself, three, but how they produce this movie, I would rate it as seven. Mm. Because I feel like um, these things happen everywhere. I just like maybe it's not put on a table yet. However, I feel like the plot scene is very normal. Like, you know, nowadays there are similar things going around. However, how mm-hmm. they do the storytelling part is really important, how people are so drawn into this show. So I think I would give that a seven. And that just shows that TV production actually created a very, very good aura and whatever like impression onto the audience that's why people are so drawn into this movie and be like wow go watch this go watch this but it's just a very simple thing that guys scam all the girls throughout yeah it's very well made indeed mm-hmm. but i would say yeah i would give it a, like a three or four per se it's like it's, it's very well made and production wise but like it's just something that i would put on to kind of like watch but not mm-hmm. like fully immerse myself into it mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and then for like dating apps what are what do you think Jacqueline that you would be on the lookout for especially in dating apps um well the app itself (laughs) yeah (laughs) like why do you go on dating apps come on (laughs) true yeah like if you're just for fun just want to see who's on there sure but if we're gonna invest your time into it Mm -hmm. you know to be honest with you guys like guys being on dating app they're just looking to physically let it out to release you know like there's no there's and there's like maybe like two percent of chance they're actually looking for someone so genuine on there i just feel like the app itself is what you should be looking out for and personally i never 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 in my life wanted to be on the app just to look for guys that's not me Mm -hmm. yeah what about you i agree i've never been on a date on dating apps and i've never talked to a guy for more than like a day on on like dating apps either so definitely not my thing (laughs) and i would also look be on the lookout for like what pictures the guys post on their (laughs) like on their on their dating apps on tinder on hinge you know like whatever yeah it just you know it says a lot about a person Mm -hmm. i think for my my second point is that Okay, fine. If you really want to be on a dating app, know your intention from why you're why you're on dating apps. You know, if you're looking for a quick fun, you know, like sure, go ahead. You know, people out there, they're thirsty as well, thirsty as you are. Go ahead and have fun. You have a long life. Do whatever you want. But if your intention was the opposite way around, be careful, because people on there they're not responsible for what you think they're going to be responsible for. Yeah, true. Just, you know, make your intention clear from the start. I do agree. Um, I would also just, I think, like, how well a guy, how charismatic the guy is on dating apps. Because, like, it takes a certain amount of, like, experience to fully be charismatic on social media, or, no, um, on dating apps. So if he's very, like, well-versed, if he's very, like, smooth on dating apps, then I would definitely be careful and just be on the lookout for that. Also, like, one thing a lot of people, maybe, like, people are kind of, like, acknowledging that right now. But I'm just, like, warning girls out there. I don't care about guys. If you're really, really trying to, like, meet up with this person after, you know, talking online for a while, make sure you meet up with the person in a public area, you know, when, like, people are walking around, even just by the lights, whatever. Just make sure you're in a safe area when something happens. You can scream for help. That's, yeah, that's my tip. Yeah. 
no that that's really tr- that's really true though like it's not those things happen a lot more often than you think so definitely definitely be careful but yeah my third point is actually pretty much the same thing like if you do go on a date um tell your girlfriends or like tell whoever you're closest to um where you are and what the guy's name is and gonna, like a send, send a screenshot to to your friends basically mm-hmm. yeah because you never know mm-hmm. yeah and for my last tip if you're meeting up with people on dating apps and you guys are meeting outside, I think don't ever expect them or just to meet up. Don't. True. Yeah. They're not just to meet up. <laughs> it is very true, though. Like, they definitely always almost have another, like, intention of, yeah, basically getting you into their beds. So <laughs> it's yeah. pretty well, like, well known for now. <laughs> Yeah, just, you know, guys, they only think their bottom half part of their body, which makes <laughs> Yeah, so this is the topic that we wanted to talk about since Twinder Swindler movie was pretty popular, like, these couple weeks. And we want to talk about, like, how Tinder app and, like, real life experiences have impact on people nowadays, especially Gen Z or millennials. And we hope you guys enjoy listening to this episode. And also make sure you listen to what we just mentioned that please be careful whenever you're on dating apps. It is very possible and very likely that there's still some tragedy still happening around that's not being reported. And we obviously don't want you to be one of those. So if you ever really want to meet up with someone online, make sure you have your close friends to know who you're meeting with and make sure your close friends is being honest enough with you to tell you whether or not this is the right person. So thank you guys so much for listening to our episode. And again, tune in with us next week, Sunday at 9 p.m. at Meet Me in Taipei. This is Jacqueline. And this is Janice. And we hope to see you again on next Sunday at Meet Me in Taipei. Bye, guys. Bye.